It's baby time, and in this episode, I'm going to share with you what you need to do on how to plan for a maternity or parental leave when you are self-employed. Let's dive in. Welcome to Ambition Pays Off, the only podcast that teaches service providers like you how to start your business, scale it to 100K, and package your expertise into a passive income digital product. Hosted by me, Anna Conchar. Each week, I share my personal experience starting my side hustle, scaling it to six figures while working part-time, and then turning my service into a multi-seven-figure online course. Whether you're just starting or ready to make this your million-dollar year, this is the podcast for you. You'll be amazed how quickly you can grow your business if you follow the advice shared in this show. Now, your ambition brought you here, and I am so glad it did. Let's take action and make it pay off. Now, on to the show. All right, you guys, welcome back to this episode of Ambition Pays Off. I am here recording at 37 and a half weeks pregnant, and boy, am I ready for this baby to come. (laughs) Now, as I head into my second maternity leave, both while being self-employed, I've been thinking a lot about the lessons I learned last time and how I'm taking a completely different approach to maternity leave this time. I also remember last time I had a lot of questions on what I should be doing and how to make it, make sure my business didn't die while I was taking time off. And I didn't find a lot of resources out there, which is why I wanted to put together this episode. I actually remember with my first maternity leave, I was really anxious. (laughs) And I spent the majority of the time from when I found out I was pregnant to having the baby, really just prepping my business for maternity leave. But this time I am like a lot calmer. (laughs) Number one, because I know what to expect because it's our second child. And number two, because I know my business can run without me. And that's a really good thing, right? So let's talk about the steps to prepping for a maternity or parental leave when self-employed, and my tips to enjoying the time with your little one as much as possible, and also trying to get some sleep too. So number one on how to plan for a maternity or parental leave when self-employed is that you need to get help and you need to make a plan. So you don't want your business to completely stop while you're away, but you also don't want your clients or customers to have the same expectations of you as if you hadn't just become a new parent. And I actually remember one of the first coaches that I ever worked with telling the story of how she was answering client emails two hours, two hours after giving birth to one of her children. And I mean like, hell no, that is not what I want. That is not why I started my own business. And this is why you need to get help so that your clients and customers are taken care of while you are out. Now, when I was prepping for my first leave, I started 
having a contractor take over my client's ads accounts months before I had a baby, okay? That way they could understand the strategy behind them. So if anything came up while I was out, they would know how to handle it without having it come to me. And so they could make changes and I could review it and give feedback again before I was out so that they were really confident in owning my client's ads accounts while I was gone. And I was also confident in the work that they were doing. Now, I also introduced my clients to their point of contact months before my maternity leave so that they could get comfortable with communicating with them and trusted that they would be taken care of while I was out. Now, does hiring a contractor to cover for you cost money? Absolutely. But here's the thing. That money that you are spending is going to continue to make your clients happy. They will continue to work with you. And it's going to give you peace of mind so that you're not trying to balance a newborn or a new child with also running a business. You don't want to be the person answering client emails two hours after you've given birth, okay? Now, for my digital programs, I hired member mentors to help answer member questions and host support calls while I was out. And this time around, I am doing the exact same. And I've actually expanded my core team of contractors since my last baby was born. And they are really going to run the behind, all the other behind the scenes parts of my business while I am out. And we've even this time put together a plan on kind of the hierarchy of who they need to contact or pull in if they need help with something while I am out instead of having to come to me and also how to contact me in case of emergencies since I won't be checking our regular communication channels, email and Slack, on a regular basis, okay? So first thing that you need to do is you need to get help. Pay people so that your clients are stay happy and that you can also have time off, but also make a really good plan, okay? Don't have a contractor come on two weeks before you're supposed to go on to leave. Have them come on three months, right? You don't have to pay them as if they're fully doing what you're doing, but at least so you, they can start getting introduced to your clients, to the type of work that you do, so you also have faith in what they're doing while you're out. Again, contractor does cost money, but it is totally 100% worth it. The second thing that you need to do in order to prep and plan for a leave is you need to be transparent, okay? So once you have a plan on how you're going to handle your timeout, you need to share it with your clients and customers, okay? Let them know when you're planning on being out. Let them know who their main contact will be while you are out and let them know your game plan for completing any projects you can before your time off and do this months ahead of time, okay? 
Now, I want to say this because it's really important because I myself went through this as well. Do not be scared to tell your clients and customers that you are having a child and that you are taking time off. I think we get scared about it because we think if they can't work with us and have direct access to us for a certain amount of time that they're going to leave. But to be perfectly honest, if a client does not respect the fact that you are taking time off to spend with your new child, then they are not the type of person that you want to be working with anyways, okay? Let me tell you a little story about my first maternity leave. So I had a client who I was extremely upfront and transparent that I was pregnant and here was the time that I was planning on taking off. Here was my game plan on all the projects that I was gonna get done beforehand to make sure we stayed on track with everything. Here was their contact while I was out. I gave them like everything that they needed to feel super confident that they were gonna be taken care of for the few short months that I was gonna be taking off, okay? However, this client, literally two months before I was about to go on leave, every single person in their marketing department two months before I was about to take off quit. So everyone that I had talked through my plan with and gotten sign off and they were feeling good quit this company, okay? So I had to start over with someone brand new. So I went through, I brought up everything that I had gone through with them. Here's my plan. Here's your point of contact. Here's, you know, if you need something, feel free to reach out to them between this and this date as I'm on leave. And I tried to get them as comfortable as possible, but this person just could not grasp the fact that I was taking time off. Like even a few weeks after having Lauren, they were emailing me asking for things and I kept on, you know, looping in the person who was covering for me and saying, you know, here's so-and-so, she's covering for me while I'm out. If you need anything, make sure to contact her directly because I'm not checking my emails very often. And this person just like did not get it and did not respect it, okay? And so by the end of our leave, we decided to part ways. And that's totally okay, right? If you can't respect the fact that I'm gonna take some time off to spend with my new kid, then that's not the type of person that I wanna be working with anyways. And I think that's the thing is it's like, it's scary, but the majority of people are going to be excited for you and completely understand that whatever is happening in the few months that you take off is not more important than spending time with your new child. Make money while you sleep. That's the ultimate dream, right? Well, if you're ready to turn your service or expertise into a digital product that can bring in passive income to your business every single day, then I have a brand new free training just for you. And you can access it now at anaconchar.com slash passive training. That's anaconchart.com slash passive training. Now, I launched my first successful course with zero email list and less than a thousand followers. 
Three years later, that one digital course has done over $2 million in sales. I tried to reverse engineer what the big influencers were doing and recreate their funnels, webinars, emails, and sales pages, but none of it worked. And that's because what works for someone with hundreds of thousands of followers and a gigantic email list is not what works for the average solopreneur like you trying to get your digital course or membership off the ground. It wasn't until I figured out the process that I now teach inside Powered by Passive Academy that I saw the success I had been longing for. And I will never forget that holy crap moment when I realized I finally figured it out. I was hiking one afternoon with my husband and during the couple hours we were gone, I came back to multiple sales. I literally made $3,000 while hiking. And that was just the beginning. So if you are ready to learn why most courses and programs that teach you how to build a digital product are setting you up to fail, and how to create a digital product that gives you unlimited revenue potential, and also how to do it without a huge following or email list, then you definitely need to check out this free training. And you can access it now at anaconchar.com slash passive training. That's anaconchar.com slash passive training. Now, the third thing that you need to do when planning for a maternity or parental leave when you are self-employed is that you need to be flexible, okay? Now, in corporate world, we're given a certain amount of time off, right? And then when that time is complete, you're thrown right back into where you left off. You're expected to magically go from full-time parent back to full-time employee the day your leave is over. And that is just insane, okay? First of all, the parental leave in the United States is absolutely pathetic, okay? No one, absolutely no one should be forced to go back to work after only 12 weeks or sooner after having a new child in their life, okay? Like, hell, we don't even allow dogs, dogs to be taken from their moms until at least eight weeks after they are born. And according to the American Kennel Club, the first year of a medium-sized dog's life is equal to 15, one five human years. This means an eight-week-old puppy is equal to about a two-year-old human, okay? Now, I'll end my rant on how disgusting the United States parental leave is and go back to being flexible. So, anyways, for my first maternity leave, I planned it a lot like a corporate leave. Like, I was going to take a certain amount of time off, and then I was going to dive back in. And this was a terrible idea. Number one, because I actually found myself thinking about work before my leave was done. But I also was not ready to come back, quote-unquote, full-time when my leave was done either. And... I think sometimes we forget about the best thing about owning your own business is that you get to make the rules. You get to do what works for you. 
So it's okay if you want to start working a few weeks after your new babe is born. And it's okay if you never want to go back to working the hours you were before. And it's also okay to just go with the flow and not have a perfect plan. Be flexible and follow what feels right for you and know that it's okay to also change your plan. So this maternity leave, I'm being super flexible. I don't have a day or date that I'm coming back to work. And I'm also okay hopping on a call when I feel up for it. Like I'm just going to do what feels right instead of having a perfect plan put together. And I'm able to do that because I have the help in place that allows me to. Now, the fourth thing that I want to talk about when it comes to leave is that I recommend launching any new projects or ideas that you have before your parental or maternity leave, okay? This is a big, big, big lesson that I learned from my first maternity leave. So like I said before, I was really focused on the nine months leading up to my leave, planning for my leave. So all I was doing was preparing for my time off, which meant that I put all of the projects and ideas I had on the business, for the business, on the back burner until after Lauren was born. This was a terrible plan. Less than four months after having Lauren, we launched this podcast. And a few months later, we launched Successful Solopreneur School. Now, I am super glad that we launched both of them. But I wish I had done it before my first was born instead of after. Because my brain was very much still in like, mommy mode and nursing and naps and nighttime feedings and all that kind of stuff. And to be honest, it was really hard to give these projects that I was really excited about the focus that I wanted to give them. So that's why this time I'm completing all of the new things that we have coming out this year before baby number two is born. So already this year, we've updated our branding, we've completed our new website, and we've launched our brand new program, Powered by Passive Academy. That way, the rest of the year, I can spend making updates to things, which is a lot easier than trying to launch something that is brand new. Now, the fifth thing when it comes to planning a maternity or paternity leave, when you are self-employed, is that I think before your leave, before the baby comes, this is a really good time to evaluate your business and also financially prepare for time off, okay? So having a baby changes everything, right? And If your business is not where you want it to be, this is the time to reevaluate and figure out how to make it what you want it to be, okay? So if everything in your business relies on you to manually do things, then maybe it's time to 
set up those automated processes that you've been putting on the back burner or finally hire that help that you need or think about expanding your offerings to digital products so you have income coming into your business that doesn't require you for all of it. Having a baby changes a lot and you want your business to work for you. You don't want to build your life around your business, right? Then it's just another job. So in the months leading up to taking your leave, reevaluate your business. Make sure it's giving you what you want from it. If it's not, make the changes now and financially prepare for taking time off. Make sure that you're saving and giving yourself that wiggle room so that you can enjoy all of those baby snuggles. Now, I am so excited for baby number two to be here very, very soon. And I am so confident in going in to leave this time because I know my business can run without me because I have great help and contractors making sure that it does. And I also am being flexible so I can come back when I want, work as much as I want, or not work at all if I don't want to, too. Anyways, I hope this was really helpful. I know when I was first trying to figure out how to plan a leave being self-employed, I was really overwhelmed. So just remember, get help, have a plan, be transparent with your clients and customers, be flexible, do what works for you, be okay with changing your plan. Launch your new ideas before you leave. And really use the time to evaluate your business and prepare for your business to give you the life you want even after your little babe has come. And until next time, my friend, stay ambitious. Thank you so much for listening today. You can take a deeper dive into the show notes of the episode or any episode at anaconchar.com. If you want to get more actionable tips each week on how to build a business you love and a life you desire in the quickest, easiest, and most stress-free way possible, hit that subscribe button. And until next time, stay ambitious.